Hey everybody, this is Mandy, and I've been looking a little rough lately. Hi everyone, this is Ollie, and I've been dealing with an allergic reaction for the last two, two and a half days. And this is the Mandy and Ollie Podcast. You search for guys with the most things. Daddy ran away and left your mama with the keys to the Mustang. Yeah, keys to the Mustang. So Mandy, what are you doing or not doing to look so rough as you put it? I guess it'd be more of the not doing. And um, it's a lot of not doing because I guess I didn't have a reason to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> But um I don't know, it's not it's not the worst I've ever looked. I remember one time I went out on a date. I was sick. I didn't have no business leaving the house. But I was like, no, I'm gonna leave the house because I need something to do. And I was like looking rough and throwing up and half passing out and that that was bad. So I guess as long as I look better than that, it's not it's not completely terrible. Mm. Right. I I can't recall ever going on a date and being sick. And I feel like out of all the dates I've gone on, it has to have happened at least once. But I can't recall either going on a date sick or getting sick while I'm out. Well, I mean, like drunk sick, yes, but not like sick sick. Mm, it wasn't even like, well, I used to have, well, I don't even know what it was. But basically... <laughs> Because <laughs> cause it wasn't like a cold. It was just like my body was rejecting what I guess whatever I ate or whatever was in my system. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, we're going to throw up now. <laughs> and I thought, I was like, oh, I've already, like, because I felt like I'd thrown up beforehand, I was like, oh, I'm going to be fine now. Whatever was in there got out. And no, it, it did it through the rest of the, the time. So. Mm-hmm. That was unfortunate. But what are you allergic to, Ali? Honestly, the only thing I've been known to be allergic to is pina colada flavoring, like the artificial flavoring of pina colada, not pineapples, not coconuts, but whatever, like the artificial flavoring in candy and drinks that are pina colada based makes my mouth break out in hives. But this isn't on my mouth. So this is like on my thighs and my legs. It looks like someone... I don't know, went like old school style and beat me with a phone book. So like they're like bruises. It looks like I have bruises, but also it looks like it could have been from a bite, but it can't be from a bite because nothing bit me or I haven't been in a position for anything to bite me. And I, during that little time period, I have eaten um, food that I did not cook. So maybe there was something in the food that I picked up or got delivered, but it's just been like really bad and really painful. And it's like, it's like, it, it can't even like heal. Like I was putting on my pants this morning and my, my fingernail like scratched one of the welts. And so now it's inflamed again. It's like, I can't even do like regular motion stuff. It's just very frustrating. Dang, I'm sorry. It's like painful. Um, yeah. think you might have to do like a cleanse again. Like it's, you know, mine was throwing up, but yours mm-hmm. might be <laughs> drinking something that detoxes whatever is in your body that's causing this physical reaction. 
Well, the other thing is I kind of started doing a cleanse. So I wondered if this was just, you know, all the impurities in my body coming to the surface and soaking out of my pores. But again, it doesn't make sense that it's only on the lower half of my body. Like, well, no, that's not true, actually, because I had some bumps form on my arm recently. So I don't know what's going on. I'm monitoring it for the next couple of days. And if I don't see improvement, I'm going to have to go to the dun, dun, dun doctor and see what they say. A dermatologist, mm-hmm. preferably. Mm. Yeah. Well, I'll keep you in my thoughts and prayers because none of that sounds good. I appreciate that. And I agree. It doesn't sound good. It doesn't feel good either. <laughs> I think it'd be one thing too, because I feel like my pain threshold is pretty high. So it'd be one thing if it was just, oh, I have a bump or I have an insect bite, but it's literally all over. I showed one of our friends because I was showing the camera in a spot I couldn't see it. I was like, here's one that I can feel, but I can't see it. And so I turned the camera to it so she could see it. And she was like, dang. So I was like, okay, well, yeah, it must be way worse than what I thought. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. That's, we'll see. That's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. What's going on with your goals for this week? Um, interestingly enough, for my goals, I wrote, I need some elderberry and vitamins that I'd actually take. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess my goal is... Uh, in regards to improving my health or at least like, you know, building up a strong uh, layer of immunity and, and health with the colder season coming in, I'm like, we don't want to catch nothing because we've been dealing with Corona all year, but now is the time when you, when there's other things to catch and Manny doesn't want to catch any of it. So she, that's my goal is to get some things together to build myself up. I know I have some emergency, but I still haven't (laughs) taken that. So I, I, I at least need to take that. Like at least work with what I know I got. I'm not sure how effective emergency is. I feel like I put emergency in that umbrella uh, category with like vitamins and supplements that the same. Do you remember that thing? Head on applied directly to the forehead. Head Mm -hmm. on. You remember that? I put it under that umbrella and I'm like, are y'all tricking us? Does this really do anything for us? Or is this just a placebo thing? And we all, you know, when you get sick, you you need vitamin C, go put some emergency in your drink, go put some emergency in your food. Like that's just kind of like a go-to now or a basic. So I'm just like, I don't know. If these things really work. I mean, I hope emergency at least, it doesn't say it does anything, but in theory, at least it explains, this is a large amount of vitamin C. (laughs) Like that's essentially what it's supposed to be. Head on literally was like, we cannot legally advertise anything because we don't do anything. We can just tell you to put it on your forehead. (laughs) I never knew what head on did until well after I saw the commercials. Right. (laughs) That's accurate. I do also wonder though, (laughs) because you know, so, you know, everyone's body is different. And once you, once your body absorbs the amount of vitamins, multivitamins, minerals, it needs all the extra is just excreted. So I'm just also wondering like a thousand percent vitamin C and it's like, okay, but if my body can only absorb a hundred, then why does it matter if it's a thousand (laughs) and it's going to go to the toilet? I don't understand. (laughs) 
I guess they like on a regular day, your body only needs 100. When it's cold outside, it can use a little bit more. I don't know. I don't, I'm, that's not the type of science I'm, class I'm taking currently. So I, I wouldn't know. All right. Understandable. <laughs> um, what other goals do you have updates for? Um, I've been trying to be generally more physically healthy. So I, you know, I, um, started trying to be active or whatever, which is again, a terrible time to try and be like, all right, let's get some fresh air and go for a walk. Cause it's getting colder, but <laughs> you know, I do as much as I feel physically not, it's not, you know what? It's not a physical issue. It's, it's a mental issue as much as I feel like doing at the time. Mm-hmm. That I understand. Um, do you find yourself being able to go out with people or are you doing it solo? Like, do you have an accountability, accountability buddy? I do not. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) How are your goals going? Uh, let's see what I have written down. I have no exercise routine, so I'm opposite of you. I have not gotten back into my routine. I feel like I've slowly been gathering my tools though. Like I have my weights together. I have my little fancy water bottles. I have my yoga mat. I have all my tools. I just need to get myself there. But, um, one thing I did, like I said, I've been doing kind of liquid cleansing, kind of, Um, so today I went out and I bought some fruits and veggies and yesterday I had some frozen ones delivered, but today I went out and got some fresh ones. So I'm just going to try to snack on those if I get a craving. Um, that didn't work today though, because they had these popcorn M&Ms on sale. And I was like, let me try these. (laughs) So, yeah. What, what, are popcorn M&Ms popcorn with M&Ms in them? Or M&M's that taste like popcorn? They are neither. What they are supposed... Okay, I thought it was going to be popcorns covered with M&M's like that. Like, oh, popcorn pieces inside of the M&M's. That's what I thought it was going to be. It's allegedly popcorn flavored M&M's, but that's not true either. They just taste like crispy M&M's, the original crispy M&M's. They don't taste like popcorn. They don't taste like anything but the crispy M&M's. So I'm quite disappointed. Um, Maybe it's just the bag I bought, but I bought three other bags to taste test. So maybe (laughs) one of those will be okay. (laughs) Okay. Maybe I just got the dud, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs> well, let me know if you get four duds or if it's just that's what it tastes like. I will. I will. I'm going to pace myself. So maybe by December, it'll probably be before that. I'll let you know. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. I would like for you to go first this time. What's on your docket? Okay. All right. Um, so in my, this is a safe space, I wrote a lot of different things cause it was just like things that kept coming to me that I felt like were in the same subject and I wanted to make it all make sense. So first I'll start it off by saying, um, I'd like to shout out the experts podcast for shouting us out on one of their previous episodes. Um, 
Their podcast are two people that used to go together that now talk about relationships. Isn't which that is... wild, y'all? Y'all, you hear what Mandy said? <laughs> Mandy, can you repeat that? Because I think that's wild. <laughs> two exes are, have a relationship podcast together. And they it's good too. great. Right. That's <laughs> it's good. It's it's good. And they have really good chemistry together. So I probably should have thought, oh, of course they used to date, but it just didn't click with me until I heard the uh no regrets episode. It's it's even well the reason why it's crazy to me is not that they have a rapport, it's that they still have a good rapport. But um there was a time when I thought about and I never said it to Ali, but I was like, oh, maybe like my ex would come on the podcast. But because especially because I talk about him, I feel like a good amount, not every episode, but he come up from time to time. And we have a friendship, but he's not, it's not it wouldn't be like their their thing. He's he that's a complicated story, but <laughs> <laughs> I wish it would have been like that, but it would have been like that. So that w- all of these things were making me think about people that you could have been with, but never have been with like people that you're like, we would, we would be good together, but you never tried it. Um, to me, it has this song called almost, Mm-hmm. Is and it's like that. It's mm-hmm. the people that you like. I miss the times that we never shared. I miss the love that was almost there. That's those are the lyrics to the song. Mm-hmm. But thinking about people, whether it's like folks you actually have access to, or like your Instagram crush, or whatever, whatever. But it's like all of the people that you're like. I'm just convinced if we ever really tried. We would we would have like a good relationship. Like it may not be forever, but it'll be a good time. And that's what I want to talk about for my this is a safe space. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> I used to think I only had one. To me, is almost every time I heard that song, I always thought about this person. Mm-hmm. And Ollie knows this person. Um, he was my prom date for both of the times yep. I went to prom. Yep, that's your almost. Yep, <laughs> at least one of them. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, um, yeah, my almost, mm-hmm. <laughs> that was my prom date. The fact that we knew each other for years and he was my prom date twice, like, to me, that meant means something more probably shoulda coulda woulda happened but it never did like I think we've only kissed like maybe twice and this man used to like he was very comfortable in terms of like my friends and Mm -hmm. he used to just drop by my house when I you know I was in high school living with my parents and he just come by like it was nothing like hey (laughs) mom and dad kicking it I'm back from college. What's up? And they would let him in and everybody was talking and comfortable. (laughs) Right. Keywords. They would let him in. It wasn't like, (laughs) who is this boy at the front door? (laughs) And he used to like, like and that used to make me uncomfortable because my parents would for kind of give us a little bit of privacy, but not really because, you know, it's a one level house. I don't know. But (laughs) It'd be like, he would just like pick me up or throw me around or do whatever. And I'm like, my parents are in the next room. 
but when I think about him and when I think about like the idea of almost this man was all kinds of attractive and sexy and I think that is where I just I couldn't get past like the look of him and then him being older where I was like I can't be with this man like this is like the type of man that you dream about in a sequence like a dream (laughs) sequence in a sitcom this isn't the real man that you date and I feel like even though we spent so much time together I never like got to know him in a way where I'm I really would know if we would be good like if can we argue together can we and get past it do we have a lot of things in common like culturally we had things in common but I was just like I don't know do we like the same shows do we like the same food like even all all these years later I'm just like I don't know but he was he was fine Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so I guess I was thinking about for my almost my other almost people I'm like okay, if I was reversing it, like, who are almost people that I had that I felt like we connected more on a personality-wise? And I'm like, that person, like, we we would vibe well together. Um, but before I, I give that person, I want to see if Ali has any interjections, especially considering um, she knows this person. But also, you know, if she wants to share some stories for herself. <laughs> He and he who what you speak is definitely your almost <laughs> at least one of them. And I thought about him being your almost before too. Even recently when we um, saw him on a TV show as an extra, I thought about it then. I was like, dang, what if? You know what I mean? That type of thing. So, um, yeah, he's definitely in my head one of your almost. When you were saying that, and I was just trying to think of who would I give that kind of medal to, like an almost, because to me, it's not like a flippant thing, right? It, it would mean someone special or an almost. So I wrote down three different names, and one of them, you know, he's <laughs> Mr. <laughs> 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 he's Mr. Pick up the pencil and look shy and coy about it. And, yes, I know who that is. <laughs> yes, yes, and I did think like, what if I? Well, I used to think, what if I did go to school up north? What if I did? I don't know, relocate up north. What if he did come down to Georgia, as he calls it, <laughs> my Georgia girl, and just like little sweet things he would say to me, like, and it would just leave me kind of melty. And me being the tough, like nobody's going to melt me kind of person I felt like I was at the time, it really threw me off. I'm like, how is how does he have me in my feelings like this when when we see each other, it's all love, it's all good, it's all, you know, great. But throughout the rest of the year, we don't really have a lot of communication, you know? Mm. So it was it was weird to me that I had these feelings for him. And it was weird to me that they were also returned. And on top of that, it was weird that nothing, you know, came of it. So that kind of stuff. But that's how the almost is. Like, there's a lot of people that I, like, actually did used to talk to. And for those people, I'm like, nah, I would never, like, try to see where it worked. Because we we tried and it didn't work out for whatever reason. But with these people, it's like, we never really tried. Right. <laughs> right. And I just, 
Yeah, I feel like for both of our cases, if we tried, it would definitely go somewhere or at least we would enjoy the journey of where wherever it ended up. Like mm-hmm. one of these dudes are bad dudes. I feel like they both adored us individually. And I just like, what if? And I mean, life's not over if you want to <laughs> make it to it too. You said but, life's not over. That's yeah, funny. <laughs> I'm just saying. For my specifically, uh, though, it's like I, it's not like I was in love with him, but I did have this deep love for him. And it was just, it was always love whenever I saw him. So, yeah. Yeah. Same for mine, especially because, like I said, like he would just come around. Like this was years of knowing this person. And he had established like this rapport in my life and my friend's life and my family's life that he could go to their house like today and they wouldn't be like, Who are you? Why are you here? They'd be like, Oh and my mom always calls him Mr. Man. Oh, Mr. Man. <laughs> How are you? Blase blase blah. So funny. Um, another person that I thought about once I, you know, started going down this rabbit hole mm-hmm. that um, Ali also knows. I'm just gonna say Cal. Oh wow, really? <laughs> I feel like Cal and me had a vibe that was just so much fun, mm-hmm. and. I mean, I did tell him how I felt, and that was created... Again, this person's from high school. That created a whole unnecessary level of drama because we were still always around each other. Mm -hmm. But he basically, you know, for lack of a better word, he rejected me. I don't know the reasons why, but he would still be flirty. Like, he would still always be around me, always be flirting. And then his girlfriend... Um, used to give me stank looks. And I'm like, girl, I didn't do nothing to you. <laughs> if your man keep coming around, your man's keep coming around. Like, I can't help it that clearly I'm very interesting. And I don't know anything about you being interesting, but such is life. Um, but yeah, I just feel like me and this person would would enjoy, again, enjoy ourselves. Like, whatever time we had, if we were together, we would have had fun. Mm-hmm. Because we just used to laugh all the time. Right. And isn't that just the best? Like, no mm-hmm. extra pressure for anything else. Like, just chilling and laughing and hanging out and enjoying each other's company. Yeah. <sighs> I have one from high school. Okay, okay. I mentioned him the other day to you. Do you remember? Um, You said you went to elementary school, I think, or middle school with him. Something like that. I went to... <laughs> That's a lot of people. I'm trying I know, to, I know. I'm trying to think about <laughs> Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking yeah. about. And so the, somebody with a brother. Yep. Yep. Okay. So mm-hmm. basically in high school, I I don't think I was ever I was single for maybe like one month of high school. But the rest of the month I was in a relationship. But this maybe is maybe that one or two months that I was single, this person started coming around you guys. And he was just the sweetest person to me. And I'd seen him around other people and he was very thuggish, very in command, very leading point, very everyone going up to him, asking him what to do next, that type of stuff. But with me, he was just so sweet and gentle and just cool. 
And then he started doing stuff like skipping school and I wouldn't see him from time to time. And when he would show up, it just, it was just very inconsistent. And so then I ended up being that person. He was like, you know what? I do need to be coming to school. I'm coming to school. Yeah. I do need to stop smoking weed. I'm stop smoking weed. And it seemed like we were going on a really good path to get to know each other and stuff like that. And then I ended up in a relationship and <laughs> Never got to see where that would have gone. But like Mandy's mom, my mom, who is also very strict, and my dad, who are also very strict, this guy, would he wouldn't pop up. He would be like, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Can I swing by? And I'd be like, no, you can't. And he'd be like, okay, well, I'm turned down on this street. Are you home? No, I'm not. Okay, well, I'm outside your house now. You got to go. You don't understand. My parents blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And that's when you start to realize, where did you find out where I live? Like, <laughs> how did this happen? I say all that to say, um, this was a person who I, w- I went to my mom like on three different occasions and was like, hey, so-and-so is outside. Is it okay if I go talk to him? She's like, why is he and she you know did the same thing as me how does he know really and i'm like i don't know he's my friend blah, blah blah and she allowed me to go outside and this was unheard of she wouldn't even let me go outside for my actual boyfriend so i don't know and he introduced himself to my mom he was very sweet very polite like a gentleman just how he treated me is how he treated my mom so maybe that helped a long way but she was like you can go outside but leave the front door open i'm like okay so every time i went and spoke to him he was just <sighs> he was just so sweet and so caring and so everything. But then, you know, we graduated and people lost touch with people. So, yeah. Yeah. The other people I was thinking about in terms of almost were like celebrities or like semi celebrities. Especially because, like, there's people I follow that are like, you gonna be a celebrity, but you on the come up right now. Mm-hmm. Or like, they're international. So they're like, maybe a celebrity where they are, but not a celebrity in America. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, I'm just gonna keep DMing you <laughs> occasionally with little comments. And if you keep responding, I'm gonna keep doing it. Okay. If you don't respond, I'm gonna stop. Okay. But will I ever shoot my shot? I don't know. I hope you do, because I know what you're alluding to or who you're alluding to. And I would love for you to shoot your <laughs> shot. I would love for you to shoot your shot. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I'm com- like, I continuously, you know, enjoy their media or their content or whatever it is that they do. And I'm just like, I know you are. I'm like, I don't know if I'm your vibe, but you are definitely my vibe. So I just want to know, can we vibe together? Can we vibe together? That sounds nice. There was this guy I went to um, college with and he ended up being like, he's what I call like the the B-list Michael B. Jordan He's like, he, it seems like he does the same type of movie roles. He's just like three shades lighter, but same facial structure and everything like that. And he and I were talking for a little bit too, but then when he started going down the, you know, go to LA, Hollywood, Hollywood, yeah, Hollywood route, um, we lost contact. But I think about him, I'm like, you're doing all these movies and stuff now. And maybe if I would have stayed in contact, I would have been, you know, right there being an extra or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Yeah. Do you have any more people on your list or not at the moment? Uh, I'm going to go with no. Okay. 
You had a good list. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. what is your safe space? So, I'm going to be just a little bit vulnerable. I um, run my own business. I think I've said that or alluded to that here. And recently, I have decided to branch out with another company and platform. And <laughs> even more recently, they decided to make changes without my permission or without the permission of many other users, which negatively affects us as sellers. And it's just not a good feeling when you made this plan to pivot and you're working with this company and then the company pivots and then you have to pivot again. So I just find myself having to do more research again, having to reevaluate my business plan again, even though this was this, this last pivot three, four days ago was the new plan. But it's like, whenever you don't own a platform, you're at the mercy of whoever owns it. So it's also, um, lit a fire under my keister that I need to have my own website doing direct to consumer sales instead of just relying on these third parties, which can go defunct at any time. So yeah, not feeling too great about that, but I'm just trying to um, work myself out of the funk. So this change that they made, I guess I'm wondering, is it okay too late for you to remove yourself from this business if they're doing something that would be like detrimental to you or are you still going to try and work the system well they received a lot of backlash for how they conducted their business so now they're doing like this after 30 days then we're going to redo things and reevaluate and whatnot so since it's just uneasy um I'm already at a loss right now, but over time you're supposed to get your money back. And so I don't know if I just need to take my loss as it is right now or see how it goes like in 30 days from now or what. It's still, it's kind of in limbo. Is it like in 30 days they going to give you the money back? Or? <laughs> no, in 30 days they're going to enact the policies that they didn't tell anybody they were enacting three days ago. So it's like, we're going to put things back regular for 30 days. And after that, you know, we're going to move on with how we want to move on. Which makes me think about like Instagram. Mm-hmm. They do that all the time. <laughs> like you, whenever they make a change, nobody likes it. And they like, oh, I'm sorry that y'all feel that way. We still going to keep it though. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. That is accurate. Um, and I feel like that's because people know that they're still going to use that platform. Instagram has like over a billion downloads and people use it to make money, to inform, to relax, to laugh, to cry. You know what I mean? Like it's that platform. It's that B-I-T-C-H. I'm that B-I-T-C-H. People going to come to me whether they like it or not. So, it, but in this regards to what I'm doing right now, you're not the only B-I-T-C-H platform that decided to have bad business practices. So. I just have to, again, pivot. And after I've done all this research for months and months and decided to actually try this, literally the week of me trying it, these changes were made. So it just kind of sucks. I mean, I definitely don't... People who go into business for themselves feel like they're they're constantly... They're risk takers. Mm 
Best take it that I currently do not have in my own system. I'm trying to develop some level of risk, but right now I don't have it for myself. So when you're already taking your own risk, but then you're lending yourself to other companies to like collaborate or whatever the case may be, other people, and then they decide they're going to risk their stuff too. That's like, well, that's (laughs) that's a good word for it especially because there's always going to be things that are outside of your control like look at the pandemic look at how many small businesses are like scraping to stay alive and then large businesses that are still just like thrown in the towel like we've talked about how much i love movies and movies and going to the movie theaters and now all the movie theaters are like "Mm, we're closed i'm just like what what will become of the world (laughs) If I can't go to the movies, the rest of y'all have no chance to succeed. <laughs> it's kind of true, but yeah, I'm just like so. So to for certain companies or people to just be like, I'm going to do things that screw other folks. It's just like, well, that sucks. Like, who? Right. Like, why would you do that? Right. Um, and I feel like they did it because it's their bottom line they're worried about. But it's like this platform requires you to have people like me to stimulate it, to do the inventory, to do things, to keep you running. So you can't just decide that you're going to nix us because you need us just like you need to meet your bottom line, yada, yada. So, yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to monitor it. I'm. I'm not going to completely throw it away, but I am going to monitor their changes and pay more attention so they can't be so sneaky, like check the terms of service every single day. That is also like, that's the, that's the thing I don't do. So I would just be super well, like, I, about- agree. I agree. I agree. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not alone. A lot of people do that. Yeah. Which is even more reason why I'm like, um, I mean, this was, in part before because I had an older phone with very limited space. But I've still carried over that habit of, like, not downloading new apps and not mm. opening new things because I'm just like, that. that's a whole nother thing I have to pretend like I read but didn't and then agreed to. And Facebook and Instagram already be playing all them shenanigans mm-hmm. and every other company. I just, I don't have time for it, you know? Yeah, I'm sure that we've all signed some parts of our soul away and they have it in writing. You agree to the terms. You agree to become a horror crooks. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that's my entry for the safe space. Are you ready to eat, eat, eat? I'm ready. Okay. You want to eat first or you want me to share my plate first? I feel like my plate is going to be quick and short. Mm -hmm. So if you want to, you know, just get a quick appetizer out the way, I can go first. But if you want it to be like a little palate cleanser of a dessert, then I can go second. I like desserts, so I'll go first. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to talk about <laughs> not necessarily pandemic stuff, but so I went to two different places today for work, and 
people were not exhibiting social distance. Not only that, the people that were all up on me were elderly people. And it just really bothered me. It made me feel gross. It made me feel disgusting. There was one woman, I went to three different piles of avocados. She was not worried about avocados the whole time I was in that area. As soon as I went to the first one, she followed me. And I was like, oh, there's a second one. I went to the second one, she followed me. I went to a third one that was at an end cap. I kid you not, 20 feet from the fruit, like not even by the fruit, it's over there by the diapers. And she followed me. And I, finally, I just looked at her and I went, oh, and I <laughs> and I didn't mean to react that way, but I was just like, GD, can I get some space? You really, first of all, don't even need to be out of the house right now. Second of all, you don't need to be this close to me. So that happened there and then at checkout the same thing happened but this time it was with a coffee sneezy man and I was like this is reminiscent of what happened last time I came to the store and I kept looking at the x on the ground then looking at him looking at the x on the ground then looking at him then finally he sees what I'm doing and he backs up and I'm like good then at the other store something similar also happened where this woman she was reaching over me and I'm like I don't have to look at the ground to know you're too close if you're able to reach over me. So I just looked at her dead in her eyes and she literally took two like military steps to the left. And I was like, good choice. So (laughs) I don't want to (laughs) know how has your social that specifically, how has the social distancing been for you? Have people been following the arrows, the do not enter signs? Have people been standing on their exes? Have they been getting too close to you to ask questions? Like what is it with people in personal space in public places? Um, so I'm not surprised that that's what's been happening. It's unfortunate, but not surprised because America thinking that Corona is going to go away is not. We don't follow the rules. We didn't. We already barely have rules. <laughs> we didn't right. establish right. the rules that the rest of the world did right. to clear that. We were like, no, nah, we're never going to stay inside. And then they were like, it was more like advisements. Like, well, if you're going to go outside, can you please stay six feet apart? <laughs> and then America was like, okay, but if you're not going to enforce it, then why would I stay six feet apart? So then they didn't. And then a lot of places were like, okay, well, if you're going to go out, can you please wear a mask? And then they're like, sure, but you didn't say I have to wear the mask correctly. So I'll just, you know, wear it around <laughs> my neck. And then they're like, and then a lot of places be like, oh, I just won't wear it at all. And then they're like, okay, well, um, if you're not going to social distance and you're not going to wear the mask, can you at least like only be around people that you know? And then folks are like, <laughs> <laughs> I will be everywhere that I want to be. And I'm going to breathe on the neck of the person that I do not know <laughs> with no mask on because this whole thing is fake. And then... It don't matter how many people catch it. They're just going to be like, oh, when is this going to be over? Never. It'll never be over. America's going to become an island that's not an island that nobody wants to visit. And they're going to stop letting us go places. And, you know, we're going to end up in a dystopian film when everyone else is living life like normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's but for me, <laughs> I tend to be... Um, a more I'm 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 an adjuster so I will if someone's in the place that I want to get to I will stand there and wait and like look at them so they know I'm waiting for you to move so that I can get this thing 
Um, I don't go to the store as much. Um, a lot of the things that I do, I just adjust. Like if someone wants to be by me, I'm just going to look at them crazy and then I'm going to move because I don't want to have to engage with them too much longer. I remember when this first started, again, talking about my ex, we are too good of friends. We talk way too much, but so there's just too much. I'm, I don't know. I'm being facetious. I didn't, (laughs) we we have a lot of communication, so I could always have a story related to him because we always talk. But when it was first starting, he was basically talking about this coworker that he had that, um, was sneezing and coughing and he said he was gonna fight him for sneezing and coughing this is before we got into quarantine it was just like everyone knew about (laughs) corona but (laughs) but we didn't have to quarantine and I was just like but if you fight him then you have to touch him and if he had corona then you would get it so why would you Mm -hmm. fight him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he was just like no because he shouldn't be coughing around me and or like coughing and then offering me gum yeah that's what he was mad about he said he was coughing and then he offered him gum and i was just like (laughs) so you want to fight him for being polite we gotta have your ex (laughs) on the podcast We have to. We have to make that happen. <laughs> well, I'll see if I can get him to act right. Okay. But no, funny enough, I think it'd be better if he didn't act right. That'd okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other thing is, he does. He doesn't know how to act right. But as Ali knows, he like to put up a front around other people. Yep. So when I would be like <laughs> talking about how interesting he is, all my friends would be like, "He's not interesting. He's just a pretty thing to look at." And I'm like, no, I promise you, you funny. He interesting. He says things. They be like, nope, because when he get around us, all he do is sit there and look pretty. And I'm just like, I don't know why he does that. Because I surely don't do that around his friends. <laughs> but yeah, that's what he goes into do. statue mode, and I don't know why that is. But I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully, if he does come on, he will be his full self. Right. But. I don't know. He he's somebody that I, that likes to probably present an image for the world, and then when he's around like his comfortable people, then he'll be his true self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that don't really work on a podcast. You gotta be yourself all the time. Yep. <laughs> but I'm hoping because he's semi in entertainment industry, then maybe his entertainment self will understand that he has to be podcasty. Uh well yeah so I guess for the listeners who don't know he is a DJ but all I know that he does is he puts on that DJ voice and we were always joke about this he'd be like if you with the birthday boy or the birthday girl make some noise he does that DJ so and so rocking the mic on the ones and twos, blah 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 in clubs such and such, and it's like okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a good impression of his impression. <laughs> Spot on, top marks. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, we were talking about Corona and how people don't know how to social distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I I would never find myself in the position to fight someone for being too close. I would just I I would probably leave the store before before I get in the fight. I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna leave everything I got right here in this spot because y'all don't know how to social distance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
That sounds about right. I was close to doing it. I thought, again, the whole avocado thing with that lady who followed me 20 paces down to where the avocados weren't even supposed to be, that just sent me into a tizzy. But, uh, yeah, I, I would like for people to step back. Like, you should be that close in general, but especially now. Like, just give us some space. Give yourself some space, too. Yeah. Yeah, when you said it was, like, mainly old people, I'm wondering if they have, like, I don't want to say a death wish, but if they yeah, just, yeah. like, <laughs> like, if they're just, like, I've lived a long life, and at this point, I want to live my life how I want. You know how old people just say yeah. do with whatever they want? Yeah, if it's my time, it's my time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Reaper gonna come when the Reaper wanna come. All right. <laughs> but, but why are you encouraging him? Why are you inviting him? Why do you have the flag waiting for him to come your way? <laughs> Yeah, maybe that is it. Or a lot of people are too. Sometimes I think about my great grandmother who smoked every day until she died. She was 80 something when she passed away. She started smoking at like 13. And when she was like 70, 60s, I remember trying to like get her to, no, yeah, 70, 60s, I remember trying to get her to stop. And she was like, I've been smoking since I was 13. If I, I'm going to go, and I'm going to go. And I'm just like, all right. <laughs> they like, my life is my life. I've been living it how I've been living it. Mm-hmm. And if anything is supposed to change, it will. But if yep. it won't, it not. Yep. Accurate. <laughs> What's on your plate or your uh, dessert plate or bowl? Ooh, dessert plate for your meat and potatoes. Oh, but we're not eating meat and potatoes. What are we having? Cheesecake? I do like cheesecake, but I'll call this more of a sorbet. Oh, and- refreshing. <laughs> Refreshing. Um, and I've just come to this realization that it's hard to establish a new favorite thing because nostalgia runs so deep. Mm. So when people ask things like, what's your favorite, blah, 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 I always have to go back to what was my favorite as a child because... I have so much time spent with that thing and know know that thing in and out that even if I like something new now, it's just like, oh, well, there's another new thing. So I can't establish enough of like a connection to it to really make it my new favorite. Um, and I've been feeling that recently where I was watching. I'm, I, I like to pause certain accounts that I can pause um, to save money. Mm-hmm. And so I'm doing that with my Hulu. Um, I'm also preparing for No Spend November. So Okay, again? All right. Mm-hmm. Again with the No Spend. Mandy trying to uh, save her decades. Okay. But, yeah, so my... Who's about to be on pause and I've been watching Living Single. Living Single has been one of my favorite shows for my entire life because when my mom used to watch it when I was a kid, I would watch it too. So way back when I shouldn't have known anything about it, I could probably quote all the lines and all this different kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I'm watching it as an adult and it's still positively one of my favorite favorite shows. It's still so funny. I love it to death. But then I'm like there's new shows that like when the new you know the fall season comes out and I'm like oh I gotta watch This Is Us or I gotta watch I don't know the Married at First Sight or the um Mass Singer or when TGIT is a thing you know Grey's Anatomy and Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder all those things but I can't call them a favorite because 
I only watch it for like that moment in the season. I don't go back to it. We got a friend that like stays watching The Office. Like that's definitely her favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I can't establish like a new favorite show or even like a new favorite food. Like I've been dreaming about m- me making my lasagna because I'm like, I know I love me some lasagna. but <laughs> <laughs> And I can't think of any new food that I'm just like, I really, really want to eat this. So... I guess I want to talk about how to create a new favorite thing or a new like best thing. Like even when you talk about friendships, usually your best friend is someone that that's kind of been like your oldest friend, like the person that the that you've known the longest that you've been able to keep that relationship with. Mm-hmm. Because even when you create a new friendship with someone or a potential for a new friendship because you don't have that history it's easy to just be like oh they did something and we, we don't talk them blah 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 but with like those old friendships those old relationships you're like nope I gotta go back that's my girl that's my dude we've been through so much blah 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 so yeah what do you feel about like establishing new connections or new favorite things or new um best things as opposed to going back to what you know um so i'd say in regards to food i i'm more inclined to say yes this is my new favorite food or drink uh, as opposed to saying yes this is my new friend or favorite friend i feel like specifically um the older i've gotten the more diverse my palate has become and the more open i've been to trying new things so it's like it's not that i'm looking to replace like my faves or anything like that but now that i have the options and more options and i'm going out more places it's more likely that you know stuff will be added to that list and in comparison friendships it's funny when you said that point where it's like even if you like take a time out or take a break or you know you you stop a friendship that you've known for so long you got to go back like oh, that's my girl that's my guy and i find that that i found that to be true in several of my friendships where it's like okay I don't think we can be friends anymore. This isn't working for either party. And eventually we reconcile because you're right. We have that history. We have that bond. Whereas I think about the friends that I had in college and I had them mainly through all of my semesters in college and we don't talk at all now. Um, And it's funny because we did a lot of things together, studied together, partied together, cried together, laughed together. But we are not friends now. And it's just so odd to me because I'd also hear, oh, some of the best friends you'll make, you'll meet make in college. And I've always told people, I made all my friends friends in, in, in elementary school, middle school, high school. I didn't make friends friends in college. I had college friends, but when college was done, that was it. And that, <laughs> that was because there were a couple of falling outs during the times. And there was one friend that did reach out to me. <laughs> I hope she doesn't listen to this. But there is one friend that reached out to me like two years ago. And um, she she saw me. She saw pictures from a trip that I went on with another friend. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. She reached out to me on Google Chat. This was like a while ago. And that's random as I don't know what right. Google isn't Chat. It, isn't it? Not phone, <laughs> not Facebook, Google Chat. Her name popped up. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And she was like, hey, I saw your pictures when you went on your trip, blah, 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 blah. Um, I was just there for a wedding. We must have just missed each other. I love to grab lunch. 
And I responded to her and I was like, it's so good to hear from you. I'm so glad that you're doing well. And I hope everything works well for you in life. And that was it. Because ain't no getting lunch. (laughs) You and I (laughs) left off on weird, bad terms. You were not a great friend towards the end. And that's just not something I want to reopen. Like, we had a good time in college. And college is over now. So, no. Mm. Even though I was curious. I was curious. But it's just like, my friends, friends, I have them and I've made them. So, I, I do think about it kind of, this is a dark part of my brain, where I'm like, that kind of does suck that if I'm not letting other people in, like when y'all are gone, then I'm just going to be friendless. <laughs> like that's just it for me. Unless I like, I don't know, meet some people at bingo or something. Otherwise that's just going to be it for me. That's funny. You think you're going to outlive us. But <laughs> <laughs> the other day, um, I messaged one of my, old elementary school friends because it was her mother's birthday and she threw this very nice brunch with you know fancy decor and cake and balloons and I don't know all this different kind of stuff and um she was like my best friend in elementary school and she still knows like people that I know from elementary school and you know again everybody that I knew in high school I had met at some other point in my life but (laughs) from you know high school and stuff like that and you know when I saw I was like oh tell miss her mom's name happy birthday and then we just started communicating and this was somebody who also is the reason that I met my ex and I had always said to him I was like you know if we get married we have to invite her and her mom because we wouldn't know each other if it wasn't for them and he didn't take no stock in it but (laughs) the other thing that was just like so crazy for me is I remember her birthday all these years later so the fact that and her birthday is this week so when I saw I was like well you know your birthday's coming up next and blah 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 like that to me is part of the it runs deep because I can read the fact that I remember her birthday I remember like certain details you can you have that with old friends you have that with old even experiences, things that you used to do, there's just like these memories that become associated with those things. And even though you kind of have that with newer experiences, like you were talking about with college friends, because it doesn't run as deep, it's still like a new memory. Your, I guess, emotional ties to it aren't as strong. Mm-hmm. So you'd be like, oh yeah, that was cool, but I can let it go. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing though. I felt like, for my college friends, I felt like I gave them chances to create deep bonds with me. And they were kind of on some like high schoolish stuff. So it's like a lot of times I was like, okay, well, this isn't going to work out. Okay. I've forgiven you for a third or fourth time. Okay. So-and-so's talking behind so-and-so's back. And after a while, I was just like, uh, this isn't, this isn't working for me. And I do mm-hmm. wonder if maybe it's because since the core group of my friends all went to different, um, colleges outside of the state, I do wonder like, well, what if they, if they would have stayed home, would we have, you know, been as good as friends as we are? Would we still have kept in contact because we had to keep in contact? You know what I mean? I feel like we would have, but at the same time, I'm just like, maybe these didn't work out because we were in person and seeing each other all the time. 
That's an interesting point. I don't know. I never thought about that. I do have like good relationships with my college friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't talk to them as frequently. Um, but one of them actually it's his birthday today, and I, you know, messaged him and we talked about how we miss each other and how we wish Aww. we were back um in that area because a lot of the so that's the thing for me that I think I have with most of my friendships. It's being able to go back to wherever it is that they are and just be like, all right, guys, we back at it again. And so that's how it is with my college friends. A lot of them, most of them are still in the DMV area. Mm-hmm. So I know all right, when when I'm ready to go back over there, they're going to be there and we can all hang out and do a thing. Right. And that's essentially what he was saying. Like, he's still in... He's closer to that area than I am, but it's still like, you know, especially with COVID, he's not there um, engaging with everybody. So it's still like an at- detachment for him. Whereas yeah. usually he would be like there every weekend or every other weekend. Yeah. But being able to have that to say like when the time comes, whether it's a year from now because of COVID or um, for the next homecoming or just whatever the case may be, when it's time to go mm-hmm. is we going to all link in link up and it's going to be just as much fun as old times. And even understanding, like I may not be as close to some people and other people, like, you know, folks have gotten married and I haven't gotten an invitation to anybody's wedding, but I'm okay with that <laughs> <laughs> because I'm still like, happy for them and having met their you know significant others and I don't take it personal that I'm like yeah I'm not there I don't talk to you on a regular basis like I don't need to be at your wedding to still show you love and support mm-hmm. and be able to kick it when the time comes interesting well when you do go back up there I'm going too because I want to see my almost and check in on him okay I have I didn't say it before but I gotta tell you something about your almost but you know it's gonna be off off the pot okay <laughs> Oh, I'm nervous. I don't want you to be nervous, but I do got, you know, it's information that I've received. So Mm. information. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okie dokie. Are you ready to move on to the underappreciated awards? I am. I am. Okay. My underappreciated award is going to continuing legacies. And specifically, I'm talking about the legacy of Selena. Selena! Selena, Selena, Quintanilla. Is it Quintanilla? I believe it's Quintanilla. I'll just stick with Selena. So basically, um, Selena was was an entertainer who um, sung Hispanic music and English music and just touched the hearts of many people around the world, all ethnicities as a young black woman. Like I, it like I understood like seeing the movie when I was younger that, okay, she's, she's not a young black woman, but I still resonated so much with that movie, like the music, the parental relationships, the wanting to do more, become something bigger and just wanting to hang out, getting in trouble. Like I, I resonated so much with that film. So when I found out that Netflix was coming out with a series, I was just like, this is beautiful because there's this kind of like what you said earlier, there's this nostalgia about reintroducing new generations 
um, to past people, past information, past shows, past experiences, and it breathing new life into um, the person. Um, I want to say recently, I didn't, I didn't care for this too much, but Matt Cosmetics released a line that was Selena branded, and I was like, I don't see how this is helping her legacy. Maybe it's putting money towards the foundation or something. I didn't further look into it, but I didn't like that. But the idea of a series that follows her along and her family and her um, rise to stardom, I was just like, this I can get behind. This I'm going to enjoy watching. I don't care what anybody says about it. It's going to be great. So (laughs) (laughs) an award is going to the new Selena series that's coming out. And Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited about the series too. It has the girl, um, I don't remember her real name, but I always call her Susie Crabgrass because she was Susie Crabgrass on Nes Declassified. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, and I believe she can actually sing too. So I don't know if they're going to do like how they did in the movie though and just use Selena's actual vocal recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think that'd be better because that's what everyone knows like the, that music um yeah. but yeah I'm, st- I'm still excited to see how it goes and see if we even get like you know more information because with the series you can delve more into certain details mm-hmm. um the family might be more willing to share certain details because it's a little bit more removed from the situation of selena having been um killed as opposed to the movie, which was just like a few years after it happened. Right. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited though. Yeah. And I can always appreciate like, you know, an, an extension of a legacy that's like good, not just like a remake, but a retelling, like, yes. and uh, with enough space in between that you, you like, we're excited about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Who and or what and or where is receiving your underappreciated award? I have two potential underappreciated awards. So would you like uh, A or B? I would like C. I'm not sure what C stands for because I only have two. <laughs> but you still there? Yeah, Okay. Oh, you're just not going to tell me what C, C means? C means you choose. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> um, I guess C means I'll go with B, um, which is Blacktober. So I think way, way, way back in the first season, probably my, I don't, I don't remember which unappreciated word it, it was, but I gave it to online cartoonists. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember that, Ali, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but Blacktober is basically. Black online cartoonists um, creating these like cartoons reimagined, you know, with people um, of black culture or just like black imagery. So I already follow a good amount of cartoonists. And so my Explore page is constantly showing me cartoonists. Mm-hmm. And when I saw this, I was like, oh, yes, very much that. I want some. So I'm very much, like, enjoying it. There's some that do, like, re-imaging um, of ones I already know. I'm a big 90s cartoon person that's going to be, like, 
the continued theme that I always do for my Halloween is a 90s cartoon. But they also do like certain anime stuff that I don't watch as much anime. So I'm like, ooh, what's that? This is interesting. Let me get a piece of that. Or just um, adult cartoons like Bob's Burgers or something. Like you just, you can do all kinds of things with cartooning. And because um, it... because Blacktober initiates this um, theme for each day, it also allows you to find new cartoonists and like different things that they have going on. So when it's past this themed month, you can still be a fan of their art and support them mm-hmm. and all that different kind of stuff. So if you are on social media, particularly like Instagram, but I think they also showcase things on like, you know, Facebook and probably Twitter, mm-hmm. do hashtag hashtag blacktober Mm -hmm. and look up some of these black cartoonists and artists and um just take a gander at their work and see if you see anything that you can like or appreciate yeah i'm looking at it now it's created by cell c c l c she's an artist the uh, hashtag was and like mandy said there are so many different renditions of um black people and brown people within the cartoons and that's a big deal when it comes to cosplaying and when it comes to animations and it comes to anime the representation for black characters is so low and even those people who like to dress up as different characters get a lot of backlash or they're told that they're like being racist because you're dressing up as an asian character that's also drawn to look like a white person it's just a whole cluster f-u-c-k of ridiculousness when it comes to the backlash of black people participating in um artistry in a lot of different ways so this looks like a very fun hashtag and i'm going to be checking it out every single day yay yay all right i think we did it yay we did it we did it we did it yeah we did it los estimos we climbed over the podcast into the end all right would you like to tell the listeners where they can find us mandy Mm-hmm. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at MNO Podcast, mm-hmm. which you can send us comments, slide in our DMs, all of that good stuff. You can also send us your questions, comments, and concerns at Mandy and Ollie at gmail.com. Now, please be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast so that you know whenever we drop a new episode. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's it. <laughs> I do want to make this little mention. The lady, her name is Christian Saradhos, that plays Susie Crabgrass. She is a starring character in The Walking Dead, and I did not put the connection together that she was Susie Crabgrass, so I feel kind of silly. Uh, I mean, everybody knows things from from every which way because I surely do not know about The Walking Dead because that is too scary for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to convince you otherwise. It was good <laughs> talking to y'all. Bye. Bye. Back when, yeah, way, way back when.